0: And you can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR's Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's The McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Throw
1: me the money!
0: Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh,
2: what is that?
0: Now, the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin.
3: Had a good Monday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show. Hope everybody had a great weekend. You stayed warm, yes. I and mean, if you, you know, you were outside, then you probably weren't out there very long. Darren and Justin here with you, and we are live in the Strike Bear Family Fun Center Studio here today. DJ Damon is alongside. We've got a lot to react to, mm-hmm. and then there was four. Mm. Before we get into that, Titans have also, we can add a 10th member to the list of interviews completed yeah. by the Titans, and that would be one, David Shaw. Yes. David Shaw, a former Stanford head coach who sat out last year and is apparently ready to get back into coaching. And not just an interview,
4: Darren, but a in-person yes, interview. Well, he was free. Yeah, well, that's true. He's he, not was on not, him. he was he's not tied up. Yeah, he's not yeah. on anybody's roster. He was not coordinating for anyone no. this weekend. Nope. So he was able to get by here. Yeah, so um,
3: we'll see where that goes. Uh, the Titans are set to now go a second round with yes. some interviews here very, very shortly. Um, Pretty interesting. It is. Uh, yeah. Is this the list? Is this it?
1: Well,
4: because I only know of two candidates Because for Ben it.
3: Johnson... Has not interviewed.
4: He is not. Now, the question is, to me at this point, does Ben Johnson want to interview Well, that's with the Titans? Look, it, that's interesting
3: that you said that because I was going to literally throw that back in your lap like, well, they're going to cast a wide net and you're not going to interview the Lions OC?
4: They've expressed interest. And
3: they've expressed interest, and all of a sudden that's gone dormant? Sounds like somebody, uh-oh, said... Thanks, but no thanks.
4: I've heard, and this has been reported, so I'm not heard through a back channel or anything. I have heard that both uh, Ben Johnson and uh, the, uh, is it Bobby Slowick, Bobby Slowick. Uh, down in Houston are both being very selective.
3: Well, Slowick is interviewed, though.
4: Yes, but what I'm saying is, they didn't interview with everyone who offered them. So they were both being very selective about who they interviewed with hmm. based on advice, and Slowick said it. Slowick said that D'Amico Ryans warned him about talking with everyone, entertaining everyone, and be very careful about which job you accept because, you know, and, and he's right on this. Typically, most only get one shot at this. So if you go somewhere and it doesn't work, you know— was it you? Was it the organization? You know, we'll never know. And and listen, we've both we have we have seen it time and time again, promising coordinators who took jobs and then it didn't work out, and then all of a sudden they're out in the street and no one wants anything to do with them. And three years ago, they were the hottest name out there. And they picked either a bad organization or they had a bad quarterback or a bad something, and now they can't get back in the game. You know, no one's who's the former Chicago Bears head coach. Uh, who was the coach of the year, offensive coordinator, and now he can't find another job. Matt Nagy is who I'm thinking about.
3: Oh, I thought he was back in KC.
4: Yeah, he's back in KC, but is he the head coach? No. Has he been interviewed to be anybody's head coach? No. Well, he, was, he was the hottest name in all of coaching four or five years ago. Yeah. He got a job. It didn't work out.
3: But a lot of weird stuff came out about him too while he was a head
4: coach. Okay, that wasn't flattering. It, well, listen, be that as it may, you remember that? I do. Okay, but be that as it may, he yep. can't get he can't get back in the game though.
3: Well, let's just say that was again not flattering. <laughs> what came out? What happened on his watch while the head coach?
4: All right, maybe I'm a bad saying. example.
3: I just saying. maybe a bad example.
4: I'm just saying that, you know, typically you only get one bite of the apple.
3: To your point, there are other examples where, right, they they failed and uh, they didn't get another
4: shot. They didn't get another shot. We don't know if they're any good or not. We really don't know. Maybe it could have been a bad organization, a meddling GM, a meddling owner. Who knows?
3: Uh, There is a very, very happy person that we can talk to right now. Let's head up to uh, Michigan. State of Michigan. I don't know exactly. Not not where Michigan he is. in
4: Murfreesboro. No,
3: not Michigan in the borough, but the state of Michigan. Intern Alec, who of course was uh, a part of this show during yes. the summer months. I don't know if he's in East Lansing. I don't know if he is a graduate. I don't know if he's still partying
4: in he's Detroit. He's in a state of bliss. That's in where fact, he is. If
3: he is still partying in Detroit, Damon, state of bliss. Put your hand on the dump button just in case Intern Alec. <laughs> says something we're he's, not supposed to say. He's not that time.
4: No? No. Yeah, but you don't know. I mean, he's been partying We caught him right yesterday. after the game, maybe, but, you know, we're several <laughs> hours removed, so I don't I don't see that out of well, him. Well,
3: he did give us video proof that yes. he was, I, I just about said, the, I literally just about said he was in the Pontiac Silver. <laughs> 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 no, you didn't. I swear. Woo! Intern Alex, like, huh? I don't even know what you are talking about. Oh, oh, he knows. He does.
4: He does. Out of all the people, yeah, he knows for Ford sure. Ford
3: Field. He was at the game, and the Lions punched their ticket into the NFC Championship game, and Mercy. he now joins us. But he really joins me because we were in lockstep. We collaborated in the summer months, telling everybody.
4: Collaborated.
3: These Motor City Kitties <laughs> are for real. We did that, Alec. We
5: told everybody we did it
6: (laughs) absolutely no it it was an insane experience to be there (laughs) best sporting event i've ever been to in my life i i'm still kind of comprehending it right now
3: so take us i mean it looked great on television it sounded great on television what was it like to actually be there and feel it
6: i watched highlights and i think they muffled the sound i think it was a lot louder than what you even heard Really, it was insane it mm. was like the fourth and fourth the loudest part of the game in my opinion was the fourth and 14 that badly we ended up giving up mike evans wide open because cam sutton can't cover anybody but um
2: Sidebar,
4: that, that was insane. Yeah, I, I'm a Lions fan. I always take something <laughs> bad out of this. Just sidebar, real quick. <laughs> Can't cover anybody. That guy stinks. But bomb. okay, we're, pay, but we're paying him go a lot Lions. of money
6: not to do anything. By
4: the way, do you know
3: what you know? What state you're talking in right now is probably <laughs> blasphemous. And you know, Damon. You know, he's, he's usually decked out in orange and. Yeah, I was getting ready you to, have to, say to be careful with these words, Alex. Yeah, that's, the, that's the UT grad there, brother. Well. Eric, <laughs> <Alex>. <laughs> Or <laughs> Eric. <laughs> got, maybe he's got a brother, Eric. I don't know. Uh, yeah, what, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was okay. so okay. upset I couldn't
7: even say his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: so no, but it – yeah, go ahead. So it was it was obviously super cool. Um,
6: yeah, I mean, like, when after Derek Barnes got that interception. I was going to say, after my the party, pick, right? Oh, we we did like a big group hug. We're jumping up and now and then. The guys behind us started piling on our group hug, and it was just probably like eight of us all hugging each other. It was it was insane. It was best thing I've ever been to. I've been to thousands of sporting events. Nothing will compare. Where are you currently? I am in my hometown, Kalamazoo, right now, home of Western Michigan. Corey Davis. That's right. That out there. Oh, um,
3: again, not and... know your audience. Not a good place to be
6: bringing up Corey Davis. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I'm in Kalamazoo right now. I have my one class left at state. And It's one day a week, so I just drive up there. It's only oh, about wow. an hour. Okay. okay. Uh-huh.
4: That. Nice. Um yep. so first of all, first of all, uh intern Alec, um or Alec, or whatever you want to be called. Today's your day, sir. So if you want to be called King, it- it's okay. <laughs> um <laughs> First of all, I just want to give my my heartfelt congratulations. Um, I appreciate and you know and, and say that I'm you know as a as a long suffering Chicago Cub fan. I I really do understand what this feels like on on a lot of levels. I did not believe I will and you know that and I, I've been upfront with that. I did chuckle by the way for
3: people out there in radio land. We yes. had a, I started a group text after the game. Yes, with amongst us for for Alec and. And you're lying. Your comeback, because I said, Alec, we were believers from the beginning, and you. <laughs> Justin's response was and I was not. I was
4: not. No, 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 listen. You know I me. Mean? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna back off and just be like, oh yeah, I was there the whole time. No, I wasn't. No, I was not. I was not there the whole time. I did not believe. I did not think this was gonna happen.
3: I did laugh out loud. I
4: did not think that the Detroit Lions were gonna win two playoff games. No, I did not. I did not believe that. But here we are, and they have. And so for that they deserve all the credit in the world. This does not happen very often and it needs to happen to that fan base. So I I've, I've got a couple of questions actually for for you sir. Number 1, Detroit is not it is not Cleveland. It is not a stranger to championships. The the Tigers have won the World Series. The Pistons have won multiple NBA championships uh, within memory. Um the Red Wings of course have won lots of Stanley Cups. Where does this stack up? Is the city more on fire now versus those events or was one of those I, teams bigger? I would say, be, for
6: my experience, because I was so young the sure. last time we even won a title, so I don't really remember it as much, but we're walking outside of the stadium. People are hugging. People are, like, you hear your horns honking. People are screaming. There was a homeless dude who brought fireworks right outside Comerica Park and just started lighting them off. Jeez. It, it was, it was I, it, to me, it's the best sporting, like, feat in my life and i saw the tigers go to the world series in 2012 and this doesn't even compare wow and we didn't even we haven't even won the nfc yet
4: yeah i so. was going to say now that that was my other question now you guys do understand there are more games to play right like you oh, know yeah. because oh, yeah. the the national perception of you guys at this particular moment is people are like you know they do understand like they didn't win the super bowl when they beat the bucks right like there's still more games like they do know I that right i
6: understand that i understand that but when you've had Sixty years and nothing. This is something, and it means a lot to a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, they, the, I mean, my in my dad's lifetime they won one playoff game before this year, and that was in nineteen ninety two. This is the first time ever, and if, if anyone was born after the nineteen fifty seven championship game, that they've won two wow. in the same season. Just wow. think about that.
4: Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, it's it's a lot to think about. Now, by, but, by the way, sure.
6: If things would
3: have turned out differently, do you realize how close and we all watched the game on Saturday night? Do you know how close they were to hosting the NFC Championship yeah. game? Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine,
6: oh
4: boy, Detroit?
6: That place would have hosting.
4: hosting yeah. Would have been
3: insane. And in- against the Packers?
4: Yeah. against huh. a team they, they know pretty well. Speaking of and no- despised <laughs> and despised. Speaking of know pretty well, I don't know if you despise them, but the Titans ha- are interested in both the offensive and defensive coordinator. They have already interviewed Aaron Glenn, and uh, they are interested in talking to Ben Johnson. What is your impression of either one of them? Your honest impression, which I don't think you would give an unhonest impression, <laughs> but, w- but what do you think I, of them as head coaches?
6: I, I think Aaron Glenn would be a better head coach than a coordinator, in my opinion. Why? I don't, th- I don't think he's a great coordinator. Our defense is not that great. We're 23rd in the league. It, it just isn't. Why, why don't do you know think that he'd personnel. be a better head
7: coach? <laughs> yeah, but <so> then
6: why, <laughs> why would they, he be a great head that coach? Defense, that defense plays for him. They love him. He's a leader of men. And I think he'd just be a better head coach.
4: Wow. You
3: know, I, I don't say, think he a
6: head coach. but
3: Not to rat him out, but Alec in, his, in the group text said, you can have him. You did say. Or no, <laughs> yep. you said that on yep. Twitter. No, I, I take yep. you I'm back. Yeah, saying that back. I don't remember no, that. No, okay. he said that have to him. me on Twitter. He said you can
6: have him. Have him. Like it, like during the Rams game, it's third and fifteen. The Rams ended up converting and we go all out blitz. It's like what are we doing here? Like there's just some things that he does that I I don't know.
4: So he's overly aggressive then and seems to be more of a motivator than a mastermind, right. you know, kind yeah. of guy. Okay. Like
6: like Dan Campbell, I don't think Dan Campbell is necessarily an X's and O's guy. I think he's just a great motivator who put a lot of people around him that are making this team good.
3: I will say this, and, and I, I was going to say this today, and so here goes, since you, you led me there, and this may be controversial, and we can talk about it after we let uh, Alec get back to his, his life up in Kalamazoo. Back to Bliss. I, I will say, I thought about this over the weekend. I'm not so sure that there's a huge difference between Dan Campbell and Mike Vrabel. I think the biggest difference to me, the biggest gap between those two, Dan Campbell seems to have done a much, and I mean much better job at hiring coaches than Mike Vrabel. But I think there's a lot of similarities, honestly. I think Mm. they are respected. Yeah, I think they are loved by their players. I think their former players... That, that helps them, right? Former players yeah. with skins on the wall yep. yeah. that help them. But I, I, I don't really think either one of them are be, viewed as great X's and O's no. guys, but guess what? There are plenty great and X's and O's guys that aren't good motivators No, and can't lead right. men.
4: Can't get teams to get going. Yeah. So what about Ben Johnson? What, what do you think about him?
6: I, I love him. I don't know how he's going to do as a head coach just because he doesn't seem like that kind of motivator guy that um, Aaron Glenn is because Aaron Glenn's always talking, he's always in your face, he's always yelling. Ben Johnson's kind of quiet, kind of reserved, but he's a great offensive genius. So it, it just depends. I don't know. I think Aaron Glenn could potentially be a better head coach. Interesting. Alec? Like, uh, uh, ben Johnson, you talked about how Campbell hired guys. Ben Johnson was a Patricia leftover, he was the tight ends coach under the Patricia regime. Ha! <laughs> Really? So they, they kind of got lucky there. Wow. Yeah.
4: Wow. So he's the, uh, he's the Arthur Smith of, of, the, of the Titans, of the Lions. Yeah, Because Arthur Smith survived multiple coaches yeah. like that.
3: Well done. Uh, so Sunday night, 6.30 Eastern time zone. I believe you'll be yep. busy.
6: Yep, I will be at Ford Field. Me and the seven oh. buddies, we're going down to the watch party. Awesome.
3: Soak it up, man. Time enjoy it enjoy the ride i know you are thanks for calling in uh keep up the yeah, good no work problem. and we'll uh we'll talk soon
6: absolutely have a good one
3: all right internally sir back in michigan he sent us a video but look like you have pretty good seats i mean i was like jeez
4: yeah
6: gosh you were
3: just our intern over the summer he's he got looks like you're sitting pretty good listen
4: he's got friends oh, in yeah. high places apparently the you don't know who he knows. Vision around hey listen lions listen
3: by the way, that was the that was the most expensive ticket yeah. last weekend. Yeah. It was the Lions game. Yeah. And I looked at his seats. It's a hungry, hungry
4: city. And, and good for have, them.
3: He could have taken me because everybody knows I'm a seat snob and I would have sat there. You uh, sat there? I'd have sat in those seats.
4: Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I okay. Yeah. For the you know. No, no, not, I would, no, yeah, no, no, you. Yeah, you would have sat in the seat because yeah, yeah. no. you're a seat snob. So I am. I'm a seat snob. Not just gonna sit like, I'm not just going sit anywhere. sitting in the light tower. Not sitting on the light tower. I'm not gonna not to, even take I'm that not in.
3: raise the roof with my hands. So. Yeah. No. Not doing that. Okay. Nope. Nope.
4: Nope. nope. Just inspect that roof there. And make just, sure you know the shingles was, stay on. I hung.
3: usually like to go down to my seat. No. I don't like to go up to my seat. Oh, uh-huh. you, you know, you know, it was on the inside though. It was warm. Yeah. Now that helps. That helps, but do you know what what tops it off, Damon? (laughs) When you go, again, down the steps to your seat. Down the steps. You go down the steps. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite seat. You don't want to go down. I don't know. I don't want to go up. I don't want to go up. I want to go go down.
4: He wants the calf workout at the end of the event, (laughs) not at the beginning.
3: (laughs) I want to go up. (laughs) That's right. When I'm exiting, that's when I want the workout. That's when you want the calf burn. That's when I want the workout.
4: Calf and quads.
3: We're wide open this first hour. If you want to get involved in the show, 615-844-5600 is our number. I think we have another proud Lions fan on the other side as you listen to the McFarland Show here on this Monday, WNSR.
0: That's 800-649-0142.
9: Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain better life this product is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease
10: and now jb roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways keep an eye out for kids at play and never text and drive This message is brought to you by J.B. Roofing, serving the area for 20 years. For all your residential roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 629-246-7693. 629-246-7693. That's J.B. Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care.
0: This is the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show. just start with Brabel being fired. Mm -hmm. Your initial reaction? Called it, felt it coming for weeks now, if not months. Not surprised.
11: That's
12: my my reaction. I thought he got himself fired. How so? Just by being
0: Mike Brabel. I
12: think if he really, really wanted to be the coach here, he would
0: be. I agree with you 100%. Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio.
13: You're listening to The McFarland Show, live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio.
3: Rolling along on this Monday afternoon, 615-844-5600. Darren and Justin here, live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon, not wearing his beloved orange. Speaking of orange, we'll go to Knoxville at 3 o'clock and talk about the Vols with our man, Vince Ferrara. You heard from intern Alec in the first segment. He was at the game. And maybe this guy, our next guest, slash caller, slash listener, was maybe in there in spirit. Let's go down to the borough. Hmm. Michigan is up next. Michigan, what's up? Or were you there? I don't know.
14: I I was not there. Uh my advice to intern Alex is uh enjoy those travails while you're young, before you have wives and children, yes. uh, because those things are few and far between once those, once those little things start to enter your life, especially um, the,
3: what he said he's doing Sunday. Right. Cause I did all those in my you know, teens and twenties and even thirties, but after that, yeah, that, I haven't done one of those since.
14: Yeah. There's, there's some things you can get away with in your twenties. I've told you this story before, Darren, but, uh, my my most memorable sporting event I've ever attended live actually doesn't involve any team that I care about. Um, I was just living with somebody at the time who was a huge Florida State fan, and I was at the Chris Rick's Monsoon game in Louisville oh, against wow. Charlie Strong. Wow. it was a Thursday was night game. The, it was a Thursday night game. That was one of the most unspeakable events I've ever <laughs> experienced in my life. <laughs> I mean, that rain, every raindrop felt like it weighed six pounds. I mean, and I was... I had a poncho on and I was done 2 minutes after kickoff. Who was the local quarterback there. for that game? Oh, is that Ragone? That feels like Is uh, That I don't Dave know, Ragone? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't I don't know. know. That's know.
3: why I'm I'm very I don't I don't know. I'd have to look that up.
14: That's like oh. 2 is it oh, it that 3? 01? Oh, oh, I mean, wow, it's, okay. it's way way back there. I mean, it's definitely So when was the um when was the Tennessee Florida national championship game? Peerless Price and Marcus Outson. was that ninety nine? Was it Teddy? Was it Teddy Bridgewater?
4: The the game took it, place November no, no. 9 November nineteenth of two thousand and three. Two thousand three is, is when the game happened. There you go. November the okay, so. so work. a few years a few years after and Tennessee. It, wins and it the was Dave. And it Mike. was Dave Ragone. Nice, who was the quarterback. nice pull.
14: there you go. Nice pull. Every once. Every once in a while, gentlemen, the amount of whiskey I've consumed in my life does not block things every so often. He Um, still has
2: brain cells. Yes!
14: I still got a few left. Still a few in there. Uh, Here's what I want to say about this weekend. I am starting to run out of things to do with my apathy. Um, I have been, uh, you know, again, I was raised in Michigan, um, you know, about an hour north of Detroit, about 30 minutes northeast of Ann Arbor. And I moved here in 91, which is funny to think about that this weekend because that was the last time the Lions played in the NFC Championship game. Here's some recall. I remember who we played. It was it was the uh, formerly named Washington football team. Um, I remember that game very well because they had a linebacker named Kurt Gavea who wore the neck roll. I saw him absolutely envelop. Barry Sanders for four quarters in that NFC Championship game. I think we lost six to ten. Might have been forty six to ten. It was bad. That was the ripping. Yeah, yeah that was the ripping. That was the Mark Rippin team that just absolutely obliterated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember if it was John Elway or Jim Kelly, but it was. It was one of those. That probably is the Jim Kelly zone. It was the so Jim Kelly. The yeah, out. it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, that team was an absolute wagon. And the Lions had no business being on the field with them that day. I, I, I just, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, guys. Like, Michigan won the national title, something I never thought I'd see. And didn't just win it, but won it, I mean, won it convincingly. Won it convincingly in the playoff. Um, the Lions are now, you know, going to play for a chance to play in the Super Bowl. I, don't, I know what Vegas says the line is. I, if Debo doesn't play, that line's getting cut in half.
2: It's going to come down, for sure. Um, yep.
14: Yeah. Uh, the Lions' biggest weaknesses are against outside receivers. I think anybody who watched the game saw um, something that I made a nice piece of money on this weekend, which was Mike Mike Evans' over-receiving yards. I could have called back two hours before the game started. Let's just say um, this,
3: Michigan. I was uh-huh.
14: glued
3: to the television watching that two-point po- two conversion late. <laughs> Let
14: me just tell you, so, I
3: would have been very, very... Very angry if the Bucks would have converted.
14: I'm just so happy for anyone who's ever cared about this team. And, and I, I can't even quantify it right now, right? My, my dad worked for General Motors for three decades. He used to, um, when he worked the line when he was younger, when he worked the production line, he used to wear a lion's hard hat to, to, the, to the warehouse. And him and, you know, hundreds of guys, there's thousands of people my age that had parents that that worked for the auto companies up there um, that wore this stuff. And it was always kind of like, we were always the Chicago Cubs of football, right? Like Being a Bills fan is somehow, I'm sorry for any Buffalo people out there. Being a Bills fan is worse than being a Lions fan. It has been for a long time because we just, we've never had hope. We're just kind of like this cute little team that, you know, we love our team, but we don't ever expect anything from them. You know, being a Bills fan is way worse because, I mean, you've just been kicked mm. in, in unfortunate places mm. 10 times in your life. Mm. Um, this is so, this is so foreign to me. This is, this is like finding someone who's really, you know, down on their luck. Be, you know, someone that's unhoused, that's had a lot of obstacles in life and just handing them, you know, a free house and a job and a car. Like, I just don't know, I don't know what to do with myself. This is so funny and I'm sure Alec and and I know lots of people up there that were at the game. Um, a, a handful I know through social, probably a dozen or so. I mean, we were all just kind of sobbing yesterday cuz we're just like this this doesn't even seem real. It's the same reaction my wife's parents had when the Cubs won the World Series uh, because they're all from the Chicago area. Yes, sir. I I never thought I'd I never thought I'd see this. Like this this isn't even this isn't even like a mission accomplished type of thing like it was with Michigan. This is more like I just didn't believe this was possible. I
3: have like, many, many, many Lions fans, and I can tell you because I was texting with them yesterday until th- there was nothing but zeros across the clock, and I was like, relax, you're fine, it's, especially when they got the second touchdown. Uh, to mm. your point, Michigan, Lions fans were like, I don't, I will not believe Yeah. Until this thing is this game has literally got nothing but zeros on the clock. I will not believe yeah. that it's over. And I'm like, relax. It's cool. You're, you're going to win this. It's, I just want you to cover now at this point. I know you're going to win. I want you to cover. And they're like, uh, be quiet. I don't even want to hear about I don't even care about the cover. I want to win. And I'm like, you're going to win. But to your point, that's how Lions, I think you, you painted the picture well. Lions fans were that nervous yesterday. Until the very end. Yeah, that's,
14: that, that's the last thing I'm going to say. Um, I'm I'm going to leave on this note. Um, it seems like the entire nation is cheering for a Ravens Lions Super Bowl for obvious reasons. Um, I don't know what everybody has against uh, you know the the young lady that's that's dating the tight end. I, I want to see more Jason Kelsey. I mean, if we if we play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, um, that would be funny because there'd be endless amounts of Jason Kelsey comment uh, content, and I enjoy that stuff. Um my my parting shot and I'll call in on Thursday to give some actual predictions for the game. Um let's let's finish the season the way we started it. It started on a Thursday night in Arrowhead with Lions and Chiefs. Let's finish it. Let's finish what we started.
4: Hmm. And that's all I got to say. Hmm. So
14: I'm going to run guys, thanks for the kind words and giving me some time. Talk to you later. Soak it up,
3: man. Enjoy. 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 Yeah.
4: Absolutely enjoy. Every sports fan should get this.
3: So I want to touch on something that he said. Okay. Because ironically I was having this conversation via text and Twitter. All right. Okay. All right. Actually, speaking of, before that, uh, real quick, uh, because he has tweeted at us, uh, I did want to pass this along. Our buddy Johnny in Vancouver. Johnny Vancouver. He said, uh, this is the first time, thanks to the weather, that he's been able to listen to the show live in two weeks. Well, Johnny, we appreciate that. I don't know has Thank it been you. that bad in Vancouver? Well, I know we've well, missed, we missed,
4: we missed two so, shows yeah. last week. So Monday, maybe he Tuesday. was available at that point, and, yeah. but we weren't. Well,
3: Johnny, we're glad uh, that you're uh, able to listen. Again, live. That was the key word, live. Live. So it's the first time he's been able to listen live in two weeks. So. Appreciate it. Yeah, and he's going to be coming to, by the way, he's coming to a Preds game and coming to town Oh, good deal. Soon, so. Good deal. Yeah. Uh, Preds are in action tonight. We'll get to that in a little bit. So this is the conversation. Mm-hmm. And this was coming from Lions fans. Okay. Who again, that's why I said in bitter rivals. They at least the ones I know, they cannot stand the Packers. And you understand why. Sure. Right. It's and it's probably like the, it's probably like the Bears. Sure. I would say Bears fans cannot stand
4: the well, Packers. Literally the old, oldest rival in football. Yeah. At, at rivalry Right, rather.
3: But and yeah. the Packers have been really, really good for a very, very mm-hmm. long time. Mm-hmm. But this is their angle. they and I understand, it's a rival, they can't stand them, they want them, you know, they want them beat down, but they're like, it's way. It's kind of like the same mentality that Michigan was just saying, like, yeah, great, they've done all this winning, but it's meaningless, because they, they haven't, really, when you think about it, they haven't won, they've won two Super Bowls, because I keep bringing up, it's unfair, that the packers have gone from Favre to Rodgers to now Love since 1992. That's correct. That's 30 plus years. Yeah. That if I said what a luxury for a fan base and how unfair is it that they've been able to endure that two hall of fame quarterbacks mm-hmm. in that window and who knows what Jordan Love is going to be when it's all said. I don't know if this is what he is. Moving forward, I don't know if he's it's a it's flash a, in the pan. Right. I don't sure. not, And and I say that because me and you know this. We've seen <laughs> all the these time. Jordan Love moments Rise up. from other guys many, many times over the yeah, years. And guess what? Know. It doesn't mean this is what he is. I, I need to see more. Yeah. I, I see. there's a lot I like, I can tell you that. But I'm just saying thirty plus years that they get that and I the pushback I get is, yeah, but they got two Super Bowls. They have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks yeah. basically in that entire window yeah. and they only have two Super Bowls to show for it. Yeah, three so a lot, of, yeah. a lot of meaningless wins that didn't result in much. Wow. And I'm like so you'd rather be out of sight out of mind and the laughing stock of a league rather than to endure pain whenever your team doesn't go as far as you think they're going to go? Like I don't understand that. I would rather my team always be good always be competitive, always be in the mix. And if they come up short all the time, would that be frustrating? Yeah. It'd be really frustrating. But you'd rather be out of sight out of mind, laughing stock, so you don't have to endure that pain? I don't that I don't understand.
4: It, it depends on where you are in your fan what I call your, you know, your journey as a fan with your team. And and what I say is, you know, when I say that, I say this, you know, obviously most of us, most of us listening have a, a a favorite team in every single major sport of the four major sports. We've all got favorite teams. And I will say after the Cubs won the World Series, my relationship with the Chicago Cubs changed quite a bit. I'm not going to say now I don't care if they win the World Series. I care every year. Am I frustrated when they don't win the Central? Of course I'm frustrated. Now, does it mean nearly as much as it did in 2013-14? Does it mean as much as it did when Bartman happened in 03? All those kind of things that get my juices flowing even as I say them all over again. Um, And, you know, you mentioned the Florida Marlins and it, you know, sparked my PTSD the other day.
3: Isn't that kind of the example? So you Would you rather be that fan base that rises up, wins it all, and then disappears for a decade? Rises up, wins it all, disappears for 15 years? I mean,
4: I I, I don't know. I think what everyone wants— I wouldn't. —is their one. Whether it's, you know, one time or 40 times, you do want your one— championship or magical season or magical moment to hold on to. And the Lions never had one. So for them at this point, what difference does it make whether the team is 13 and 3 or 4 and 12? Using the old uh the old math there. I know they played an extra game now. But what difference does it make if the team is 13 and 4 or 4 and 13? What difference does it make? It's not equaling a, a championship. It's not equaling a Super Bowl. And at some point that's what you want And, you know, I've always approached it from this aspect. They give away one of these big, huge Lombardis that Tiffany makes every single year. It's going to go to somebody. And at some point, I want my team to get one. And if you're just tired of watching other teams get one, at certain points, you, you say, I don't care what they do. Wake me up when they win the big one, because that's what I'm here for. So do I want them to be competitive? Sure. But I really want them to be competitive. It's, if it's going to go somewhere, are we going somewhere? Or yeah, are we just getting dressed to don't, go sit in the but car? you don't
3: know. You, you have to be there. You have to get to that stage.
4: To know if you have well, a chance. Well, if you've seen the movie enough times, you feel like you know what's going well, to happen okay. even before you get there. And so, you know, and I understand what you're saying, Dan. Did you want to be in the mix? That you, you can't win the playoffs unless you're in the playoffs. It's
3: the old adage. In fact, they do commercials about it. Right? They're doing commercials about it right now. If you don't buy a lottery ticket, this is what we do know. Sure. You will never win the you lottery. You can't
4: win the lottery. It's impossible. Unless you're, you know, if buy you a have, ticket. If I you understand. haven't
3: bought a ticket, it's impossible. Your odds are.
4: Yes, but what if you bought a lottery ticket every single day for the last 50 years? Why should you believe that today should be the day to scratch off and get the magic numbers and become a millionaire after you've been scratching off the numbers every single day since 1957 with nothing to show for it?
3: Because I think this market in, in the 25 years is really a prime example of that. The Predators have gotten there once. Didn't win it, no. But they've been competitive for the mo- for the bulk of their 25 years. They've yes. been very. They've been one of the most. Uh, they've had more playoff appearances than almost anybody in the league Just in that 25 year window. Yeah, the Titans have been competitive. At they've times, been good. yeah. Now, windows there's really, there's been really virtually no bottoming out at all. There's there, in fact, it's been, there like, has it's been, been like really
8: bad in the yeah.
3: few years they've been MLS. It's been good playoffs. Haven't won anything. No. Haven't got to the final, but. They're competitive every year. They get to the playoffs. So we have not seen, like Detroit is, we're talking bottom out year after year after year. Yeah. Zero wins. Yeah. Two wins. Four wins. One win. Zero wins. Yeah. Five wins. Three wins. We don't have that here. No. 25 years, we don't have any of that.
4: No. And it's great to be good. You know, it's good to be in the conversation. But at some point, you want to win the whole thing. Again, it depends on what kind of fan you are. It depends on if you're just good enough with your team just winning a little bit, or if you want the Lombardi at some point. Me, I'm to the point I want the Lombardi at some too. point. I, you know, being you know, winning the division doesn't impress me at this point. You know, I want to win the whole thing. So, and that's why I got with the Cubs eventually after the Bartman thing in 03, Listen, I'm tired of this mess. I want to win the World Series. I don't want to win the Central. I don't want to go to the NLCS. I want to win the World Series. And so, anything short of that becomes a disappointment because you've been through this forty times.
3: But the Cubs were more non-competitive than competitive year in and year out.
4: True. Yeah, they were only went, they only went to the playoffs like once a decade. Right. So they were <laughs> they were really they were just the lovable losers. <laughs> yeah, once every yeah well, right yeah one to eight years. Yeah, they were the lovable was losers. The average. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. So we can call out the playoff years, which I can. When you can call out the playoff years, that's not good. That's not
3: good. <laughs> no. All right. We'll uh, take a break. We'll come back. More of the McFarland Show. By the way, if you want to get involved, 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us as you listen to the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio.
10: And now, J.B. Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by JB Roofing, serving the area for 20 years. For all your residential roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 629-246-7693. 629-246-7693. That's JB Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, In the community, God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much. By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com.
8: As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the
15: NFL. 21 plus plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager. Only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager. Only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipts. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
4: 5-State Forecast Your exclusive
8: National Sports Radio WNSR Sky Scan Forecast. For this afternoon, we'll have plenty of sunshine with a high of 44. Increasing clouds tonight with showers spreading in the region the low 34. Tuesday, clouds and showers a high of 52. Showers Wednesday. Utilizing the resources of the WeatherBug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist
13: Jim Rinaldi. Sports
2: Radio WNSR
13: Welcome back to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland.
3: You can watch the show every day on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. In fact, if you go to YouTube and on the search, type in WNSR Live. That's one word, WNSR Live. You can uh, chat with us as well. And Eric in Columbia has been doing that Um he said, question for you guys. Yeah. Do you think Coach Sean McDermott should be done in Buffalo? I think they've rode that train to the wheels have fallen off, and it's not working, especially when you have Harbaugh and Belichick. <sighs> he said, also, they need to part ways with Stefan Diggs, mm. Vaughn Miller, mm. and Tyler Bass. Mm. Which, by the way, Jim Nance, the kiss of death, <laughs> tells that story. <laughs> And Sean McDermott told us, man, for a big game kick, we, this is our guy. And off to the right. yes,
4: Mm. Wide right. right. (laughs) Mercy.
3: I mean, he couldn't spit that story out fast enough before he said wide
9: right.
4: Yeah. Here's the deal with McDermott and firing McDermott. And uh, McDermott, and I've been thinking about this for a little, for a little bit. And it goes back to something that we've said, I know I said, and I've stuck to before the season. Every if you've got a Hall of Fame quarterback, which I believe Josh Allen certainly looks like, you know, before it's done, he's gonna put up a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns, make a lot of plays, and certainly gonna be in that Hall of Fame conversation. Mm. He looks in that prime. He does. Um, um, the the numbers, the numbers, Darren, if he continues to carry on, hold on look very good. What's hold up? Hold on. All right, come on, come on. What
3: if he's the next Phillip
4: Rivers? <sighs> which, which is, which is, oh, which is where I'm going. Which is never, where I'm going. Never gets there. Which is where I'm going. The the problem that he's got, and I I looked it up earlier today. Warren Moon, who played for the Titans Oilers organization, um, played in I don't know how many I, I forgot to count. Seven or eight playoff years that he took the Oilers to um, during the time that he was there. He lost to. John Elway twice, mm-hmm. Joe Montana once there in Kansas City. He lost to a guy named Boomer Esiason one year, who, of course, didn't go to the Hall of Fame, but was really, really good uh, at one at one particular moment there. Well, and
3: the Bengals team went to the Super
4: Bowl. Yeah. He lost to Jim Kelly one year, and then he lost, to, of course, Frank Wright in the, in the comeback game. Um, but he lost to Jim Kelly at another point in a previous year, separate from the comeback game, which, of course, was not Jim Kelly. My point is this. Warren Moon, who was a who is a Hall of Fame quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks to walk on a football field anywhere at any time, could not get to the Super Bowl in large part because five, at least five of his playoff losses, were to other quarterbacks who were either in the Hall of Fame or at, you know, and playing very well, shall okay. we say, border borderline Hall of Famers when they played.
3: Great point. Why doesn't Phillip Rivers get that
4: same? He does. He played with Peyton Manning and Tom I look, Brady. I, I looked him up as well. Peyton Manning lost two games to Tom Brady in the playoffs. Uh, he lost a, another game to Peyton Manning. Uh, he lost a, a couple of other games that may be you know, a little questionable. You know, He lost to Mark Sanchez one time, and everybody was like, huh. Um, and I think that one hurt him. But, but being that he played in that same era where he lost to some of those guys, I think he even lost to John, uh, Joe a, a Montana number.
3: in Kansas City,
4: didn't he? Mm, not Philip Rivers did No. No, no, that's no, he was later than that. Okay. Um, no, Philip Rivers was more in the two thousands and all, like, his main nemesis was Peyton Manning and Tom Bra- and Tom Brady that held him back. It's
3: pretty big nemesis.
4: Uh, pretty big nemesis, and, and this goes across sports. And you know, the number one candidate to think of this when we talk about this, this, uh, this particular subject is, is, is the goat of goats, Michael Jordan, who of course has got six championships, and he took championship rings from Patrick Ewing, Reggie Miller. From uh, from Stockton and Malone. Brad Doherty. Brad Doherty, if the you want to go that, oh, that that bunch. Both
3: Cleveland Cavalier teams were good enough. You would think had one Mark of those Bryce. teams would
4: have won. Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. Stockton and Malone, Drexler. He took, he's got rings that would have gone to all of those guys. And some of those guys retired ring less yeah. because of Michael Jordan. And I think we're seeing the same thing out of Patrick Mahomes is that he's literally taking rings away from guys who probably would have gone on and done it if it wasn't for his greatness and the fact that he continues to put pressure on those guys. Um, to go out and be equally as great. Ewing and Starks probably suffered the most. They did suffer the most, and I would Reggie Miller and yeah, but Ewing and Starks, yeah,
3: yeah, R- Reggie Miller, oh, yeah.
4: Ewing and Starks, yeah, and and, and really Stockton and Malone. You look at it because they were the ones who were literally right yeah. there, yeah. and you know couldn't get it done, and they couldn't get it done because of Michael Jordan. And this happens sometimes, yeah, in sports. This happens. I forget the runner, Darren, but there's a guy who ran a world an olympic world record race but the problem is he was running in the same race as usain bolt so usain bolt dusted the world record and another guy dusted the world record behind him but nobody remembers because well usain bolt beat him at his world record pace which was faster than the, yeah it's sometimes you just run into that guy And I think that's what's going on with the Bills. So I don't know if they should fire McDermott. Who else are you going to hire that's going to come in here and do anything with Patrick Mahomes? Because that's the main thing. What are you doing with Patrick Mahomes?
3: I don't know. He's been there seven seasons. Yeah. He has been to the playoffs six of the seven seasons, lost in a wild-card game, lost in a wild-card game, lost in the AFC Championship game, Lost in a divisional game, divisional game, divisional game, three divisional games, yeah. an AFC Championship game, and two wild card games. That's six of the seven years he's been the head coach.
4: Yeah, and four of those, four of those, were to Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. Three times to Mahomes, once to Joe Burrow,
3: and has won the AFC East
4: four times. But the again, the I division hear, titles hear, are not I, the standard.
3: I understand the question. Yeah, and it's because there's going to be others saying it, but. Do you really fire a guy who's won 11 games, 13 games, 11 games, 13 games, 10 games, 6, that was the one year they didn't go to the playoffs, and 9?
4: Only if you think you can do better. Right. And I don't know if they can. Not with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, what what else are you going to do? That's interesting. Mm -hmm.
3: All right, we'll come back and take our final break. Wrap up the first hour next.
11: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour.
9: There aren't any cops around.
15: It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs, with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose, making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA-FSA eligible, so Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS and Rite Aid. Navage, N A V A G E. Clean nose, healthy life.
11: We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 $50,000, or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids, no matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people.
10: And now, the fine folks at Nix Construction and Remodeling are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads. Keep an eye out for kids at play and never text and drive. It can wait. This message courtesy of Nix Construction and Remodeling, serving the area with quality and pride. Call Nix Construction and Remodeling today at 931-952-9587. 931-952-9587 for all your interior and exterior construction and remodeling needs. That's Nix Construction and Remodeling. They do it all.
0: It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Let me
3: get your initial
0: reaction. Mike Vrabel is
3: fired as the coach of the Titans.
4: Initial reaction is taking aback, uh, a little shock. What in the world was going on in that building that led to this decision? Amy Adams is... Absolutely fearless as an example. The McFarland
0: Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR.
13: You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Vince Ferrara coming up in the
3: second hour. Now we got Michigan and Eric talking uh, about our conversation, which was cool. Um, Eric in Columbia says, but and he says, but Justin, Peyton finally beat Tom Brady. The Predators finally beat the Blackhawks. It can be done. Pat Mahomes is not MJ.
4: Well, I don't know. No, no. The book hasn't been written. The, the right. argument wasn't about Peyton beating Tom Brady. It was about Philip Rivers, Rivers yeah. beating Tom Brady. The argument wasn't about John Elway beating, you know, Jim Kelly. It was about Warren Moon who didn't overcome those other quarterbacks who were equally as great in his generation. The the argument is not about it, it is about whether or not one Hall of Fame quarterback is a top five Hall of Famer versus the other one who is a more regular Hall of Famer, which is tough to say. But there's a we all recognize there's a difference between Michael Jordan and Clyde Drexler, right? They're both Hall of Fame players. Just one is a Mount Rushmore Hall of Famer, and the other one is a, a Hall of Famer, but not that good of a Hall of Famer.
3: I'll say this, and this is blasphemy in this state, Damon, you, earmuffs. If Mahomes keeps going to Super Bowls, especially if he keeps winning Super Bowls, when it's all said and done, if this is what he's going to be the rest of his career, he's going to pass somebody.
4: Oh well, yeah.
3: He'll, he's going to pass Peyton.
4: Yeah, I mean, I mean, he just will. At a certain he, point, you know, yeah.
3: Damon, stay seated, man. Don't get up. Man. He can get up if he wants to. That's no, fine. I know, <laughs> but I feel like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> the movie. You, what, is yeah, I mean, what is it? What does say? You. Because you come on over here, but. You won't be walking back I mean, something you know, well, At the dinner table
4: can, yeah, I, yeah But I, it I, know knows alive. Alive. I, I forget But I, it's you go, oh, yeah. gonna Come on back. over
3: here Yeah you're gonna limp back yeah, I mean
4: it, It's that's, that's how I felt of, You know listen People can call about If you wanna call and defend Payton's any Anyway Let's not do it It's okay Yeah But I understand what you're saying
3: I'm just saying If he just stays yeah. Like if he keeps doing this
4: Which who knows
3: Holy cow Who knows I know He's still in his 20s Yeah all right, we'll come back. Hour number two of the McFarland Show. We'll head east. We'll do that next.
0: 560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio.
8: ABC News. I'm Daria Albinger. It could be a big day for the markets. The Dow is over 38,000 points with a half hour to the close. It's the final push to the New Hampshire primary. The first vote's at midnight in the tiny town of Dixville Notch. Voters will choose between two Republicans, former President Trump, and Nikki Haley. The Supreme Court has sided with the Biden administration ruling five to four ordering federal agents to remove razor wire fencing that was stalled along the Texas-Mexico border. More than 25,000 people have been killed since the start of the Israel-Hamas war. How many were Americans? As a
6: result of continued violence after October 7th, uh, we can share that uh, confirmed the deaths of 23 uh, American citizens, uh, 21... uh, uh, who have served in the IDF.
8: State Department Principal Deputy Spokesman Vedant Patel. 72 deaths are now blamed on last week's winter weather. This is ABC
3: News.
5: Give the star in your life the brightest gift in
3: the world. Name a star after them.
0: are Nashville Sports Radio
8: start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end of season event you can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site wide that's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary butcher's cut filet mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable butcher's cut top sirloin just go to OmahaSteaks.com plus when you use code quality at checkout you'll get an extra $30 off your order from perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers decadent desserts and classic comfort meals every bite is guaranteed perfect for a limited time get fifty percent off site-wide plus save an extra thirty dollars when you use promo code quality at checkout start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home cooked favorites from omaha steaks all fifty percent off with their end of season event make sure to enter the promo code quality at checkout to get that extra thirty dollars off your order minimum purchase may apply Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher.
0: You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR's Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Go
2: me the money!
0: Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Alrighty then. Now, the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour. McFarland Show rolling along
3: here on this Monday afternoon. Hope everybody's having a great day. 615-844-5600. Darren and Justin here with you live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside. If you call, he'll be the one who answers. You can watch this show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And if you need to send us comments, we can uh, talk to you if you go to our YouTube page and just type in the search WNSR live, all one word, and some folks are doing that right now. Eric from Columbia, Michigan, kind of having a nice little discussion while we're having our discussion. Now let's discuss with our man, Vince Ferrara. Vinny, they didn't go to school again today. If they call school anymore, I'm sending Maddox to go visit Uncle Vinny. I'm getting him out of our house.
5: <laughs> well, I, uh, well, we'll make room for him. I mean, this is,
3: they've been out of school since Thanksgiving like i I'm right, i mean i you know i love I love our son, but it's it's time for him to get back to school. I'm just yeah. saying
5: yeah might might need to learn a little something or two one or two things have they know, been out and, this
3: whole time uh in your neck of the woods too school wise
5: uh they yeah, I think they're still out because there's a lot of residential areas yeah. that are still iced over mm-hmm. It's similar there that you know they're beautiful and you love being there. You know, almost every day of the year. But in a scenario like this, they don't get enough sun. And even my hill, I'm I'm up on a on a big hill, and I couldn't leave till the Tennessee basketball game on Saturday because it's ice all the way up and down. So residential areas are the same. So yeah, I think they're still out here. So
3: big news today for the Vols on the football side of things. We'll get to the the hoops in a bit, but uh, big news because this is a name that's no stranger here in these parts, but George McIntyre at Brentwood Academy, the quarterback, has uh, decided to make a five-star quarterback. Excuse me. Let me make sure I get that. And he's not... He's, not, he's going into his senior year next year. Um, he's yep. made his decision. He's going to be uh, a part of the Vols.
5: Yeah. Tennessee is on a real nice roll in terms of additions to the program. Uh, with what happened in the portal, which we'll get to, and then McIntyre. McIntyre is one of the top quarterbacks in that 2025 class. In-state, 6'6", has all the tools. Obviously, when he's rated that high, he's going to have a lot of the tools, but really athletic and loose arm and good character and all those kind of things. And for Tennessee to have Nico sitting there, and then you get another really good quarterback in Jake Merklinger, Played in the Polynesian Bowl, and as a high four star, and got a lot of praise for what he did last week. I guess we'll get to that, and, and then have him in the next class, and then you back that up with McIntyre, another six six five star, just like Nico was, and then you you land the best player in the state that it happens to be a quarterback. Tennessee's had a lot of those misses, and um, and obviously you want to get the you want those to be the right guys. But it's meaningful to keep the top players in the state when there's a lot of them that have gone on to success at other places from the state of Tennessee, whether it's Nashville, uh, Knoxville, or anywhere else. So it it was a a massive get to land McIntyre. Oh, by the way, it continued the Tennessee over Alabama weekend Mm -hmm. because McIntyre was sitting there right next to Josh Heupel at the Tennessee basketball game with other recruits watching Tennessee beat Alabama in hoops and run away from them. And then he picked Tennessee over Alabama this morning in recruiting to give him the marquee player, one of the marquee players in the 2025 class. And LSU was in the mix until late also, but it came down to a Tennessee Alabama decision.
3: You do wonder if Nick Saban was still there, you know, if things would have been different, uh, but
5: it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You yeah. Know? Yeah, he put out a video, and it's, Tennessee was thought to be the favorite, I, to me, even prior to Saban. Maybe that sealed the deal. He put out a video, and he talked about you know, being in-state and being a Tennessee fan as a kid, and his sister goes to UT. I, I think that Tennessee was the leader anyway, but I, I imagine that probably maybe even made it even clearer for him.
3: He is the number one-ranked quarterback in the state, obviously, I believe he's the number two quarterback ranked in the country for the 2025 class. That's how highly sought out this kid was. Of course, he's also the grandson to a lot of people listening to this program right now, a former Vanderbilt football coach, George McIntyre. And his nephew is, uh, or is the nephew to uh, Florida international coach, Mike McIntyre, who was also at what, Colorado? Colorado. yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, that's a big get. That is a big, big get. So to, to know that they're going to have Nico, they're going to go from Nico to McIntyre, whoo, man, oh, man. That's pretty scary stuff.
5: Yeah, with Jake Merklinger in between. So, yes, you're like, all right, a lot of these kids will hit the transfer portal because that's the world of of quarterbacks. But you you got to put yourself in a position to have them. Yeah, You can't just say, well, we're not going to – we're not going to bring one in because they're just going to transfer anyway. You can't think that way. The elite programs have a guy hit the portal, they got another one waiting in the wings in the next class or, or sign two of them or whatever. So it's what Tennessee has to do. They are recruiting at a much higher level at that quarterback position, and it looks like they're hitting on them in the portal and in from high school versus some of those misses prior to.
3: So they're also having, as you alluded to, they're having success in the portal as well.
5: Yep. Uh, This weekend landed two really good players. One that was an absolute get, and that was Lance Hurd. He is another former five-star, played his freshman year at LSU, uh, played some at at offensive tackle a right tackle. Tennessee needed a tackle in the worst way after Mincy hit the portal, and they don't have. Any proven experience that is high level, like they need on that offensive line to help Nico. Uh, they've got they've got guys that have played, but they needed to elevate the talent at offensive tackle. And arguably, I think they, if they could swing it, maybe try to sign another one. I think they're still looking at guard. They may be one uh, guard in the portal away from solidifying their starting. At- lineup next year but getting Lance Hurd from LSU it was a Tennessee Oklahoma battle for those two a lot of guys, a lot of people wanted Lance Hurd and he's got multiple years of eligibility too with Chalps, and then uh Jackson Moy who is a uh defensive lineman the interior defensive tackle uh Polynesian player he uh came from Stanford and he had some starts in in his belt even Rodney Garner who is not He's old school defensive line coach. Even he jumped on social media to say, We got ourselves a good one. Not like he's, you know, putting up posts on X every day. So that tells you how excited he was about that player. So two good gates gets, that means twelve outgoing scholarship bodies now, eight incoming scholarship bodies, but they're making those eight count with what they brought in in addressing needs and getting one of the best players at multiple need positions tight end, and now at tackle.
3: Something Josh Heupel will have to deal with because it's something that he cannot control is the expectation level now of this Vols team. And it's rightfully so, but, you know, there have been other former Tennessee football coaches that could not handle those expectations and the pressure that came with it. But here's where I'm going with this. We're going into a 12-team playoff system, okay? So the, the pool is expanding massively. Eight more teams will be invited to the playoffs instead of just four, and the six-ton gorilla is no longer in the conference in Nick Saban in Alabama, so that turns things wide open. I know you still have Kirby Smart at Georgia, but let's be honest, right? I mean, Nick Saban not at Alabama. Kalen DeBoer, everybody views as a good hire. He's a really good coach, but if we're being honest, those are huge shoes to fill. There's tons of players leaving and I suspect Alabama is not going to look like the same Alabama we've been accustomed to over the last 15 years.
5: Not right away, and that's part of what they're dealing with is the portal and and people are talking about how you know, how it's unfair and they need to change things and like the rest of college football outside of a few people that have been uh, at, at the mountaintop, now they're having to deal with the with the portal, and that's what Alabama's having to do. And what do you expect when the goat leaves? It's going to happen. That doesn't mean that your program is going to disintegrate. If Kalen DeBoer is as good as expected, then yeah, they may take a step back. and they they should be back uh, into national prominence, even if it doesn't look just like it did with Saban. So, uh, but yes, to your point, regardless of that the expectation is going to be there. Bama's down. That's no longer an automatic L. Like every year it'd be, well, there's going to be at least two losses, Alabama and Georgia, and then how many of the other ones can we win? I promise you there's, there's only one team that is going to be on the we're going to lose to – we may lose to them, and then what are the <laughs> other games that are – you know, that we split or, or what are the other games we can, you know, possibly lose – yeah, uh, 11 and 1 is going to be in the conversation next year for Tennessee unfair or not. Uh I I yeah, they they're, they're going to have to handle that expectation because even if it's unrealistic, it it's coming especially when people nationally start talking about them more.
4: Vince, I I'm going to switch to another sport here in just a second, but before I do, uh this is a one of the few opportunities we're going to have where it's relevant to chat about something that you and I both share. And that is we were both in Tuscaloosa when Nick Saban was hired Um, and the um, the fanfare that went along with that. And I was looking at some some pictures recently and some video of the whole thing uh, when Nick Saban got off the plane and they were comparing it to the new coach that has been hired and all of that. And I remember uh, my boss at the time telling me, Justin, years from now, you'll be able to say you were there. I was like, there when? He was like, when they, when Nick <laughs> Saban was hired at Alabama, you'll be able to say that you were there. And I looked at him like, okay, man, right, sure. Um, but looking back on it. You were um, there. It was, you know, unique. Uh, and I just wondered what. And I, and I can tell I can talk for the next hour about it and I'm not inviting you to do so but but what do you remember in particular that still sticks out for you about that whole scene
5: well it, w- it was more as you know it was more than just the day he was hired right because that was one of the most bonkers coaching searches that <laughs> ever <Yeah>. taken place <laughs> yeah in college this one was very well, different would-
4: than the last one that's true
5: for sure, much cleaner <laughs> yes. this time around. So that's the most memorable thing about the whole thing. The other thing is I'd never seen a a bigger circus at a press conference, yeah, for anything, yeah. college or pro, than that room. But now with everybody being credentialed, the room that Kalen DeBoer was in, I mean, it was like it was like a. Uh, an arena, you know, with all the people they make. And, you know, they they put in more than just media members in there, too. It was everybody's friends and family. But uh, also I remember that was the one and only time that Nick Saban snapped at me for a question Uh, when I I asked him, how do you go about evaluating your existing roster?
4: Oh, that was Uh, you?
5: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, And he had a message to send right away. Oh, man. Clean slate and all that. But he he never snapped at me for another question after that. So that's what I remember.
2: Oh,
4: man. There were 15 satellite trucks. I remember counting them. 15 satellite trucks in the parking lot for that press conference. I was like, are you serious, Mm -hmm. man? It was unreal. All right, moving on back to present day. Um, let's switch to uh, the 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 college baseball season, which of course is upon us here. I understand we're just under a month away um, before we get going here with balls and strikes for the for the Vols uh, baseball team. Uh, I'm I'm a big expectations guy. Uh, Vince, what are they expecting this year? Are we still College World Series? Omaha or bust is the expectation every year for them.
5: Okay. Because they still have a really talented roster, number three in the portal rankings. Last year they were number two. Of course, number one is Wake Forest with former Tennessee star pitcher Chase Burns. So just like last year, Wake Forest number one in the portal, number one in all the preseason polls. Uh, Tennessee number three in the portal, and you're, you're finding them all over the you know top ten-ish or so. So, yeah, their expectations are Omaha because Tony Vitello is the coach and they always figure it out even if they're different names and you know new infield or whatever, new rotation, doesn't matter. He gets them to win a lot of games, and that will be expected uh, once again this year even with some different names. They'll be very good, and yes, 25 days away from the start of the college baseball se- season. Excited about that.
4: Why do you think going to basketball that this team is a little different that Rick Barnes has got versus other teams that they've had?
5: Well, first of all, speaking of Alabama, I mean, they put it on Yes, Crimson did on Saturday. <laughs> yes, they and did. And not that I was surprised that Tennessee won, but, man, that was a reality check for Alabama. They just were not ready for to, or, or able to do anything with Tennessee's physicality. And that they were so frustrated. Mark Sears, their best player, the leading scorer in the conference— uh, he was trying so hard to draw fouls, and he was out of character and uh they couldn 't drive like they wanted to. They were missing a lot of their three pointers. Tennessee was so good in not giving them a ton of clean looks from three point range. They were quick enough Jamai Meach is great he he's one of the better perimeter defenders in the country, and i'm not sure that i've seen him better than he was in that day. I mean he was up in in Sears's uh, it, underneath his shirt and under his chin, and and all the guys that he was guarding, he was giving them so much trouble because of his terrific lateral move. I just could not couldn't hold up from that standpoint. Now, Nate Oates in the post game pointed out, "Hey, this happened to us last year where we could not measure up to their toughness. We they exposed us, and then we got better because of it and went on to win the SEC. So they're hoping that that's." going to happen again this year but to answer your question Justin, real quick they're different because they have Dalton Connect who is once again Mm -hmm. the SEC player of the week for the second time in a row third this year which is rare to do that in a season much less this early in conference play Um, and then so they can get a bucket whenever they need it he draws the defense to open things up for other guys that happened a ton in that Alabama game with the attention he got Uh, Now they can score without Dalton Connect with Jonas Adu inside, which is one of the biggest questions they had all year. Now teams are game-planning to try to take him away. We didn't even know if Tennessee could get anybody to score inside before the year, but Adu has improved that much. He is a problem for opponents. And then now they're more willing to to get up and down in transition and push the ball up the floor, which – we heard year after year they were going to do that, and they wouldn't. Now they're willing to do it, and they have more guys, whether it's Connect or a healthy Ziegler, Beskovy, they have Ganey was willing to do it, who has his best game maybe all year in that Alabama game. They, they are willing and able to drive and be a threat at the rim, which opens things up for other players. They didn't have any of that last year. They were all about defense, and then just somebody figuring out having a, a season game. Now they have threats on offense to go to still one of the best defenses in the country.
3: I'll say this, this weekend, when I wasn't watching the football games, I did catch a lot of hoops. Mm -hmm. This Kentucky team is really, really scary. This Tennessee team, if Rick Barnes will get out of his own way in the tournament and turn his horses loose, is good enough to make a deep run. Kentucky and Tennessee – can make deep runs. They they're equipped to make deep yeah. runs. They're equipped. But, you know, Cal has had no success in a good while in the tournament and Rick Barnes, you know, goes without saying. But I'm saying when you look at those two teams, they're scary teams to watch. Could that this Kentucky team, uh, I'm telling you, that I don't know how you're going to if they just keep getting better, which is typically Kyler Perry's you know, M.O., they get better as the season goes along because they're so young. If they keep getting better, woo, I'll be curious to talk to you when these two get together, when they tangle here soon.
5: No no question about it. I do think Kentucky and Tennessee are, are the class of this league. I've been impressed by Kentucky. They've been in some tough situations, and they've handled it with more maturity than typically they do because the portal has helped them to go with their they're stud five stars, so I agree that this is this is one of the more stable Kentucky teams rather than so many drastic yo-yos that Cal has had in a while.
3: They're here in town on Saturday. My guess is they will take over Memorial Gym as a <laughs> no, Vanderbilt hosts Tennessee. On. I know, I was no. going out on a limb there. Really, really, Look, folks, this is why you listen to the show. You're not going to get this stuff anywhere else. Okay? And this is why we go to Knoxville to bring in Vince. I mean, you heard it here first. Memorial Gym will probably be orange on Saturday. Just saying. Just saying. Vinny, always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Again, if Rutherford County is closed tomorrow, you may have Maddox visiting Uncle Vinny really, really soon.
4: Send him on up by 40. Are you, by the way, my, are you going to my, come here for the game?
5: No. Okay. No, I'm actually off this week, so that's how much I like you guys.
4: Dave. Oh, wow. I'm oh,
5: talking well, to
3: thank you, you while I'm
5: off.
3: Well, that's awesome. Oh. We appreciate you squeezing us in over your uh, massage and manicure.
4: Mm. Enjoy yeah. the hot stone.
5: <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> so I'll give up my, my itinerary for tomorrow. For you guys.
3: Vince, always <laughs> a pleasure, man. Thanks for doing this. Have a great week. Enjoy your week off. Yeah. All right. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Vince Ferrara, 99-1, the sports animal there.
4: Between the hot stones and the cucumber eyes. Wow, a rare
3: week off. Nice. Starting off 2024 with a week off. I didn't
4: even hear the water from the the spa. That's good. He's moving on up in the world. Okay.
3: I love it. All right, we're wide open the rest of the hour. If you want to get involved in the show, 615-844-5600. More of the McFarland Show next.
15: The traditional first-year anniversary gift is paper.
8: Yay! envelopes
15: the traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum
8: are there sardines in here
15: and the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars
6: now that's what i'm talking about
15: it's our anniversary but we thought about what you'd want the new 20th anniversary jumbo bucks instant games from the tennessee lottery game-changing fun please play responsibly
3: That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333.
16: We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment treatment or even a couples massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the 4th floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Makara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600 or log on to the omnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline and through through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown.
13: The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non conference schedule
12: with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine week period through February, leading to the OVC Championships, part six to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Poke, inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio.
13: Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and FOX 17's Justin McFarland.
3: You are 615-844-5600 here on this Monday afternoon. Good discussion there with our buddy Vince Ferrara. Darren and Justin here with you. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios where we're broadcasting and DJ Damon is uh, spinning some good tunes here. It's kind of how... probably Detroit felt after their win. Yeah. Probably how all the teams felt after their win. Well, th- th- maybe Baltimore. They're not going to
4: California. Detroit is. That's the name of the song. Yeah. So they're going to California. They are going to California. They know how to party.
3: There you go. 49ers maybe playing this. I was going to put
4: on some
7: blue next weekend, but Detroit win. I'm wearing blue. I'm changing colors for the week. Oh, okay. Okay. All
3: right. Well, that's the first time Mark you've announced occasion. that. Mark yeah. the occasion. Okay. He must be inspired mm. with all of our, Lions talk to Well,
7: Alec. And Intern Alec.
3: Dr. Detroit. And Michigan. And Dr. Yeah. Detroit. Eric, apparently, go.
7: Eric from Columbia. I'm supporting the family. Fan. I'm supporting the team. Okay. you know, I like it. I all like for it. Blue or Not to Do.
3: Okay. <laughs> Jeez.
4: It's got rhymes to go with it it's and everything. Man. Right. With he the time, ins- baby. He's inspired by the music.
7: <laughs> I might get put out of my house because my stepson's a Baltimore fan, but other than that, I'm good.
4: Be all right.
3: Okay. All right. Let's go to Eric. Eric, what's up?
17: They finally did it, guys. I have to say, I'm so happy for Baltimore. They finally took that one step they need to take. Won the playoff game, first AFC championship in Baltimore. So you're happy? That's impressive. You're happy for that? Well, yeah, I am. Believe it or not, oh. I am, guys. Okay. I, 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 I'll be honest though. One thing, guys, if 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 Baltimore was playing anybody other than Kansas City, I would take them hands down. This one is tough because my heart's pulling for Baltimore, but my head's telling me Patrick Mahomes. That's the one guy I can't pick against. It, it, it's hard to, but they did what they needed to do was at least make a step, whether they win the championship or even get to the Super Bowl and don't win it. That's the main thing is you, you, they made that step, and I'm proud of them for that. I'll, I'll give them that. I told you, if, if I was wrong, I'd say, and call in and say, when I was wrong, they finally did that. And, of course, in the NFC, it's going to be issued with San Francisco and uh, the Lions. The Lions, Jared Goff, was cast off. I would love to see the Lions. Guys, I'm not a Lions fan, but that's what really pulled it forward. They've never won a Super Bowl, never been to a Super Bowl, i love to see that for them at San Francisco for Brock Purdy. It's going to be interesting. But here's what I think the networks want to see, guys, if I'm honest. They want to see San Francisco and Kansas City because they think it would be the biggest race, especially with Taylor Swift with the Chiefs, or at least Kansas City, because they know even though people are not football fans, they just want to see Taylor Swift in the booth. And some were joking that she'll probably perform at halftime of the Super Bowl. So they're throwing out all kinds of wild conspiracy theories. Can I the ask guys, a
3: question? I'm, Let me ask a question real quick. Yeah. I'm glad you brought this up. Because <clears throat> yeah. Damon made an off air comment to us. And I know these comments are out there all over yeah. the place, especially yeah. Yeah. social media. Justin, let's I want gotcha. to get your, your thoughts up. Man. Why why are people so I'm asking, I'm genuinely asking. Wow. Like I could I could care less about Taylor. So like I I don't, I've never been to a show. I'll never go I'm sure I'll never go. I could care less. I don't have any they against her, but I mean, I sure, can. I'm not a fan. I'm not a Swifty. None of that's, I'm, But why I'm not are people either. so upset about Taylor Swift? Like, genuinely, they're I'm sick of Taylor. Swift, I'm yeah. sick of the cheese. Like yeah. that stuff is that narrative is out there. Like, yeah. what, what is it? I, I, what are you so mad
17: about?
4: I know. But, well, yeah. I, okay. I, well,
17: I, well. I think part of it, guys, is this. This is just me saying it. Is if it's anybody else, celebrity, we don't pay this much attention to it. But because it's her. It's like getting the shot all the time on the camera and all that type of stuff. And there are tons of celebrities that go to football games and they only show like one shot of them or a couple of shots and that's it. It's her. It's it's like it's constant. And I think a lot of fans are just kind of fed up with her because from that aspect. Well,
3: she is like dating a player. So, I mean, oh, I know. it's I know. not I like know. she's just a hardcore
17: fan. I mean, I mean, I mean, I know, but like for instance, which I thought was insane, somebody brought up the fact that Simone Biles is married to a Green Bay Packers and she's not like getting she much press and. And some were saying that's racism, which I don't
4: buy. But you, you understand nah, what I'm saying? Not, that's not. That's not it. But,
3: I, it yeah, look, yeah, well, but with all due respect, a, a, uh, look, she's yeah.
4: she's great. But yeah,
3: comparing, sure. she comparing those two, Simone Biles, Simone Biles, and Taylor Swift. I mean, oh, on, I know, I know, that's I, know a, I know. That's, yeah, a, that's a bit of a stretch, it, and I, some, I don't want to be say, unpatriotic for saying yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah,
17: Some would say if it was Beyonce or. Donna yes. Hart, they don't think they'd get as much coverage as you she got uh-huh. or uh, Miles Cyrus, but I'm not getting into that. So, But anyway, guys, uh, but what I'm saying is, but but the Super Bowl, I think, would be interesting to me would be Detroit and Baltimore because Detroit, if they win it all, you've got the college football champion, Michigan, and uh, the football NFL team, Detroit. But then, of course, if it's Baltimore, you got the Harbaugh brothers. Jim Harbaugh won the uh, – college football championship, and John Harbaugh won the NFL championship, so that would be interesting. Guys, one more thing, and then I'll get off. One of the things, of course, I, I, was hilarious. I heard last night on the radio on the national feed. I mean, you, in a way, I kind of feel bad for Buffalo fans, but they were talking about Buffalo's probably the most snake-bick franchise in NFL history, but, but all the losses. And then they ranked their top five playoff losses of all time and stuff. They were saying number one was the Scott Dolewood game against the Giants. Number two was Patrick Mahomes driving them down the field in 13 seconds, and win, win overtime. They said the Music City Miracle was number three. They said number four was last night, and then they said number five was the other three Super Bowls. You got to feel for that them as fans, just so close yet so far. Well, a couple and of losers. Super Bowls they were never. They were they were, you know, they were already losing at, at the coin toss. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You're right, you're right, you're right. Although in the last Super Bowl they did beat Dallas at halftime, 13 to six. But then the Cowboys put it on them, and I don't think Buffalo scored a point in the second half. But but you 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 do have to feel for them. the only other team that comes close, of course, is the Vikings. who lost four Super Bowls, guys. I'll get off. And let you get some other callers. Y'all take, take care. care. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it.
3: Who is more? I don't know. I guess Buffalo. Maybe maybe they've been. More, I'm trying to think who's been more snake bitten than
4: the Bills
3: in the NFL in the playoffs in the NFL
4: in the playoffs.
3: Yeah, yeah, snake bitten. Yeah, in the playoffs. <laughs> Super Bowl playoffs. Whatever. Tell you what,
4: I would take, I would take Buffalo every day versus Cleveland, any day of but the that, week.
3: That's going back to the discussion I brought up in the first hour, which is what you, what you just said. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland, but uh, Cleveland's never had the. The problem is they don't even have the one off. They have no.
4: No, neither does Buffalo. They well, don't have Buffalo, a one-off either. Well, they've been no, to the Super well, Bowl. Been there. They, they, yeah, they but they didn't win anything. Years. Yeah, that was nice, but they didn't win anything. So, I mean, and going to the AFC, you know, being the AFC representative, and there's no shame in what happened to the Buffalo Bills. Honestly, they lost to. Hall of Fame people on the other end of the of the of the yard every single time. I mean, they lost to Bill Parcells one year, Joe Gibbs the next year, then the Dallas Cowboys with Jimmy Johnson and Aikman and Irving and Smith the other years. So there's no shame in that.
3: Uh, by the way, I'll say this now that we're we're talking about this out loud. Can you think of a franchise that's had two worse playoff losses than the Music City Miracle here and the thirteenth Josh Allen, remember that that was in Kansas City. They should have won. Who knows? The Bills may have gone on and won the Super Bowl. And then Patrick Mahomes, they left 13 seconds and they lost.
4: The fumble 13. the fumble, and the drive, Darren, are, are worse than those things. But I understand what you're saying. The fumble and the drive are yeah, worse? Yeah, for, oh, for what for, happened with Cleveland. It, it's, really? I think it is. But, it, it, you know, it's debatable. It's debatable. It's debatable. I get it. But I mean, given the circumstances, I mean... John went ninety,
3: ninety-eight the, yards. Okay, in the freezing cold.
4: I know to win the what? I know what? I, believe me, I know. <laughs> Ernest Byner, what are we talking about? Two inches, a yard? Yeah. He yeah. just break the plate, and they, the game was over. Yeah, that was the, it. Was I, game over?
3: I agree. I know.
4: And you want to talk to me about? Bu- I'm just, You have I to admit you. though, I, I, I Music understand. City Miracle. <laughs> Yeah, was it, when you, I need to go back and look at what stage in the playoffs the drive and the fumble is, because I don't remember right off the hand. I think one of those was an AFC championship game, wasn't it?
3: And did anybody, which one? Uh, the drive of the fumble,
4: wasn't one of those an AFC championship game?
3: I think so. Because remember, there were less rounds back then.
4: There before. were less rounds. And the Music City Miracle, for, it only, for all it's worth, was a wild card game. Yeah. So it's not like we were on this playoff journey True. and this incredible thing until, no, no, <laughs> that's not what happened. You yeah, know, that was the
3: first round of the playoffs.
4: Buffalo's messed around with their quarterback situation, you know, which, you know, the, the, everybody, if, you've, if you're if you listening, you know the history of that whole thing. But, you know, I, I, the Music City Miracle was a tough pill to swallow. But at the same time, here's my other problem with Buffalo being the worst playoff, you know, team ever. It's, it's tough to claim that when you have the greatest comeback in NFL history on your side as well. Other than, you know, Tom Brady and what happened in the Super Bowl. But when you've got that Mm -hmm. on you. What, down
3: 38, 35?
4: uh, 38 to 3 or 35 to 3.
3: I think it was 38 to 3.
4: Listen, when you got that for you with your backup quarterback. Frank Reich. Not not the Hall of Famer. No, Mm -hmm. no, no. Number 14, the backup. Mm -hmm. He's the guy who led the comeback. You got that on your side, but you want to claim like, oh, we're the ones who are the work. No, no, no. Thank you. We appreciate your application, thank you. But you guys can sit over there, and you can sit behind the Cleveland Browns, who 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 cannot bring to me such things. Hmm. I don't know. That's that's my view.
3: Oh, okay, those are. I mean, those are. Those, I think those are like neck and neck.
4: I'm not saying and, that and they no, don't have an argument. And
3: oh, no, by the way, Buffalo can you know boot four straight Super Bowls. They loot four. Like you would think. One time you'd luck into one. If you yeah. think about it, if you go to Super Bowl yeah. four straight years, you're thinking one time
4: yeah. you're going to win one. And the NFC One is just of real four. strong that time. I mean, and you know,
3: nobody said you're going to win all four, but you could say, well, at least half. No, how about just one? You would say, yeah, they're going to win well, one if you go four straight years. It went over
4: for four. They were three feet away from winning the one, but you know, But that's just, what I'm saying. Like that's that's brutal. It's rough. It's Man, rough.
3: You talking about? I mean. That's a hard pill to swallow. Hard
7: pill to swallow. you
4: want to get one. You like want to get you one You didn't of those. get one when no. you went to the Super Bowl four straight times. Yeah. The other thing that's tough about Buffalo is they, this, they don't have a professional championship. Like the Sabers have never even won the Stanley Cup, either, unless I've missed something. The Sabers win the Stanley Cup. What about the Buffalo Bisons? But, now, come on now. No, we know that maybe they that's not the That's not the way or, that works. Or, 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 I think the, the
7: Bills are the most snake bit. I believe
2: that.
3: You you believe the bill? Your vote's the bills?
7: I'm voting the bills, yeah.
3: Okay. No, that's fine. And by the way, I don't think the Bisons are in the PCL. Whatever they're in. Whatever
4: they're in. Yeah.
7: Can I get back on the Tyler Taylor Swift, can I tell you something? We got to go uh, to break, but okay. you can't. to go to break? Yeah. Okay. What, 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 are you, what are you? I was on? just going to say, I think people are tired of Taylor not because of the person, but just because the media, and I'm part of, we all part of it. They cover her like, that's the only thing that's happening when he scores. It's like. There are other players, other people.
4: No, 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 no. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm not going to take responsibility for that. (laughs) We're not the ones. (laughs) We, we, the media, are not the ones cutting to her in the box. Okay, who's cutting to her? That well, would be the, the networks. networks who covers the <laughs> but game. Media, though, they're the ones. Would you say we are all responsible. No, we are not responsible well, for not cutting we, Taylor yes, the Taylor Swift in the box.
7: But the networks, I put it that. Yeah, and
4: then the networks cut the Taylor Swift in the box because under, they think it's good for business. You understand so.
3: fame? Fame, how it works? Yeah, she's famous.
4: Well, no, she she's not just famous. Yeah, she's, she's really f- famous. she's yeah, t- t- like one of the she's most famous, famous people, people on the planet in the
3: world. In The world, Dana. She's but like every time top 10 I, famous. I am not endorsing this, just so you know. <laughs> I'm just taking the other side because I understand why it's happening. I just don't understand why it upsets people as much. It's like, I'm trying to think, like, who is now?
4: I have an answer to that, okay, which we can get into when we come back because okay. if not, we'll be. We, I say know.
3: it's because when you see a
7: commercial over and over again and you keep seeing it, you eventually say, Can y'all please change the commercial?
3: Okay, okay. Mm. 615-844 Hope you feel better 5600 is our phone line More of the McFarland Show on this Monday next
10: And now The fine folks at The Fenceman Are on the air reminding motorists To slow down on our roads Keep an eye out for kids at play And never text and drive It can wait This message is courtesy of The Fenceman Your local fence builder for over 35 years Call Johnny today for all your fencing needs at 615-498-0492. 615-498-0492. The Fenceman. The professionals who care.
13: Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan.
8: Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands. Add up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y.
1: Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up, and if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees... The financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. With
12: 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience star leasing company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as a one thousand dollars for having a yearly physical the package also includes 401k with company match health dental and vision insurance competitive pay with weekly paychecks and paid holidays and time off star leasing company not your typical semi-trailer leasing company it's a to learn more
13: The McFarland Show, video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare studio.
3: Having fun here on this Monday, 615-844-5600. Hope you had a safe weekend. Man, it was cold this weekend, but Mm
2: -hmm.
3: probably going to get maybe to 60 degrees this week.
4: Yeah, we're also going to get a lot of rain. The rain is coming. A lot of rain. A lot of rain. I, to, uh, I think I saw Wednesday into Thursday.
3: Some areas, three, four inches Three of rain? to
4: five inches.
3: Oh, five now. Ooh. Depending on where you are. All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to uh, Nolensville. Tony, what's up?
4: Good afternoon, guys.
18: Great show today. Thank you. i enjoyed it. I want to go down a different road completely. Okay. I've been doing some thinking. I watched this week the DeBoer, uh announcement, the formal announcement, had and everybody said, you know what, guys? This guy's coming here, and he... I I know all of his credentials, but guess what? And, uh, Justin, like you say, you've been down there. You've covered the stuff before. My ex-wife was down there. I I was down there, part of Alabama and Auburn and the Iron Bowl, all the stuff, for 25 years. I know a little bit about it myself. This guy is coming in to a situation where Alabama and Auburn is a whole different animal when it comes to the other SEC schools and stuff of that nature. In the other SEC schools, they're in states that's got NFL, hockey, uh, the, the NHL, the NBA, other pro sports teams, almost in each state. At Alabama, there is nothing but Auburn and Alabama, and I don't really know that this guy really knows the impact of what he is coming into in that hornet's nest down there, how it is reviewed, revered, just, you know, put us up on such a pedestal. And Justin, you can add to this because it is a whole different animal when you've got Auburn and Alabama as your premier sport of all sports in that state.
4: It is unlike anything else in college football. And I've said this many times, and I know that they've got uh, deep rivalries between um, Ohio state and Michigan. And I understand that there are other states who have other rivalries, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you what I know. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know. Those folks down there, breathe it a little differently because it is all and 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 they will tell you this it's all they got so th- they believe that we got other stuff going on here they got other stuff going on in ohio michigan fans are cheering for the lions this weekend okay because that's their nfl team alabama fans don't have nfl teams it's alabama that's it all the time so it's it is different a
18: different animal it's a different animal down there and Darren, you've seen it. You've covered it. It's just when people say, well, that's just another big rope. No, in the state of Alabama, it's just, as Justin just said, you've got Alabama, you've got Auburn, and when they talk their football, it is it is just a whole different animal than the other SEC. I've been all over the SEC, but in the other SEC states, they always have other you know, uh, professional sports and other things. What do you think on it,
3: Darren? I think no one can ever be prepared unless you've lived it for even as a, if you've been on, if he was, you know, if they hired somebody like Steve Sarkeesian, somebody like that, Lane Kiffin, who's been on the staff, actually experienced it. Uh, somebody like Kalen DeBoer, who's only, you know, what was it? What was his, division two or whatever he yeah, was yeah. before NAIA. NAIA, whatever he was before washington and look he's you know he, he has turned out to be an incredible but yes out in washington pac-12 you don't really really understand it until you see it and live it every day hey, like no will. one no one can prepare you for it. no there's no manual there's no there's no nothing like, you, you have to get down there, and you have to, to start living it every day, and some people can handle it and embrace it. Most cannot because it is a microscope like none other that you'll ever be on in your life than being down there and being the Alabama football coach.
18: Guys, I'm looking at an 8-4 and four out of Alabama this year.
4: It's, it's, it's early to tell. But I mean, I understand why you would say that. I do. I get it. I get it. But we'll we'll, we'll Aldern, see. Auburn,
18: Georgia, Tennessee, and then somebody else. Who knows what? Who'd be? A and M. I'm seeing an eight and four in Tuscaloosa. It's going to be interesting to see how it all turns out. But I was just watching some of that. So, uh, and one more thing. Congrats to the Detroit Lions. Guys are just. I hope they I hope they can do it. I hope they do it for Dr. Detroit, for themselves and for everybody's been following that program for 75 90 years. Good luck to them. Good luck to them. Thanks for taking my calls. Talk to y'all later. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony.
4: Thank, Thank you, sir. Been a lot
3: of love for the Motor City Kitties. Good. Today. Rightfully so. Good. A Lot of love.
4: Wait a long time.
3: Uh yeah. It's fine. <laughs> now I will say this. It's pretty easy to say this. I don't know if they can beat the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, I don't uh, know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It's going to be tough. If they do get in, they will be, they'll be the Cinderella story. they oh, I mean, America will be Oh, man. Tough. Oh, right? man. Oh, yeah. No matter who they
4: play. Oh, No matter who they play. Like, uh, they Everybody will be, be caring for the Lions. They'll be um, the darling. Yeah. Without question. Um, and... You talked about the pressure a few moments ago. Some people will take in the spotlight. Others will shrink in the face of it. It'll be interesting to see what happens with them because it's 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 about to get real bright coming up here in, in a few seconds. Yeah. And, yeah and one team has been through the brightness before, and this group has not. Yeah. So we'll see.
3: That's true. Uh, that, look, and that's real. The stage gets bigger, oh, the yeah. lights get brighter, mm-hmm. and the pressure gets thicker.
4: Yeah. <laughs> And more about, interviews, and, more cameras, more people, more text messages from friends and family members. It's only going to intensify. Jared
3: Goff is from that area, is he not? I think he's from that area. I think so. Because he talked about it after the game. So you can imagine mm-hmm. he's going to be hit, get hit up from all over the place. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. All right, we'll take our final break, come back, and wrap up the Monday edition of the McFarland Show next.
1: In a single moment, everything can change.
8: Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas.
12: Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code
10: LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. And now, Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, backed by 45 years of experience. For all your residential or commercial metal and shingle roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 615-414-8466, 615-414-8466. That's Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care.
0: This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton show.
10: I don't believe Varvel wants to be a part of this, and so I think Amy Adams Strunk decided. Well, it's time to move on. I, you know, that was a gangster like move to say, "All right, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to employ somebody that doesn't want to be here. Goodbye." If they
0: have another season like they did this year, he's gone he's anyway. He's gone
12: anyway. No, wherever he goes now, he's got four to
0: five years. Yes. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio
13: you're listening to the mcfarland show live on wnsr nashville sports radio
3: fred's back from their road trip got a rough go of it in arizona Mm. on saturday afternoon in mullet arena mullet arena yeah catchy (laughs)
4: it's
3: also on a it's a little tiny college on a college campus so uh, yeah. It's unique. You okay. don't see that in professional sports, but they lost three to two to the Coyotes. They are back home tonight, hosting the Florida Panthers. Okay, and uh, their coach, that he had a little stint as a as interim head coach there, and uh, they are honoring a bunch of the
4: I've former heard this. Preds Yes tonight. Heard it's uh, time for the original Preds to make a visit back to uh, to Bridgestone. So that'll be interesting and exciting to mm-hmm. see, um, and very uh, cool.
3: And the captain, Roman Yossi, uh, passed Shea Weber on Saturday with that goal. So Okay, yeah. very cool.
4: But Congratulations you know, you, to him. You knew, I mean. That was a matter of time before that happened? Yeah, yeah. Look, as
3: much as I'm a big fan of both of them, but, you know, I got to know Shay a lot really well when he was here, and so I'm a even a bigger fan of him. Not that I didn't get to know Roman a lot, which I did. Uh, they're both great, great people, but um, I always got – I always felt you know, Shay, if it wasn't for Pekka, Shea Weber would ever be the most popular player ever here. Yeah, I can believe if it that wasn't for yeah,
4: Pekka. I can believe that.
3: Uh I don't know. I don't know if Roman will I guess he will. I d I don't know. I don't know if he'll ever pass Shay and Pekka. I doubt it. No,
4: I, I don't, don't think, think so. so, right? No. Well he hasn't he's not that kind of he's not as dynamic, I suppose, as a player or a personality really. Um, and not to say those other two were with personality I mean, it's it's been tough but dynamic as a player is what i'm talking about like a on the on the ice exploits
3: like shea you know when he got mad well and and the slap shot right yeah that's what i mean, I'm that's talking what everybody about. It, remembers. Yeah, i
4: it, it's it's those kinds of and of course goalie is the star yeah. uh, of of just about any hockey team so it's easy to remember themrome Yossi just goes about his business i mean he's more of a and, and this this may be a rough comparison, but I think it's it's apropos when given the given the roles that they have. He he's more of a Bruce Matthews. He's great. Everybody knows he's great, but it's a very quiet greatness, and everybody respects him. You know him. You wish him the absolute best. You know it's you cheer for him. But what does he do? Uh, yeah, he um he he plays for the Predators, <laughs> and it's tough. It's tough to come up with the shining moment because he's done his work quietly and very well.
3: Well, Bruce is in the Hall of Fame. He so is. I think Rome, you know, Rome is probably going to be well on his way someday. It, it would
4: seem. Yeah, but, but that, that's that, kind of what I mean. Yeah, I don't.
3: I don't think that's a. I don't think it's a horrible comparison at all.
4: It's just a quiet greatness. Very great Yeah, a quiet greatness. Yeah, and that's why Shea Weber and all yeah, they're going to shine. He. Shines but, in a very muted way
3: But Shea, you wasn't, he didn't love doing media But well, he was a great guy But but
4: but on the ice though He oh, yeah. was explosive And yes. Roman Yosi is not explosive in the same yeah, way it's a different, it's, yeah,
3: yeah. Shea was this big, massive dude Yeah, And uh, like I said, had a powerful, powerful shot So pretty cool Gonna honor a lot of the former Preds tonight in the building As they host the Panthers That is gonna do it for our show today That was fun We'll we'll do it again tomorrow. Okay. Hopefully all the snow will be gone tomorrow. That's the plan. Bill Keene will get things started at 6 a.m., followed by Greg and John, 9 to 11, and then us at 2 o'clock. We shall see you then.
15: Sports Radio, this is the Zach Gelb Show.